Welcome back to the Membership Matters podcast. Today, we're talking with two very experienced AUSA leaders, Chris McBride, president of AUSA's third region, and Gus Rodriguez, president of AUSA's fourth region, about succession planning. Now, the one thing every chapter president knows is that the job is incredibly important, but it doesn't last forever. You've both served as chapter president and now as region presidents. Chris, let's start with you. How soon did you start thinking about who would take over as chapter leader after you? As a chapter president, it's important to build on the success of those before you and also to make sure the ground that you gain during your chapter presidency isn't lost. So if you're putting your all into your role, you're going to be tired at the end of your term and then you'll be ready to pass your torch. We start thinking very early and even before I became the EVP, I would give my input on who I thought would be a good future chapter leader. Gus, what about you? When did you start thinking about succession? I knew when I became chapter president who was going to be my replacement. Wow. What were you looking for in your replacement? But you always need to be looking for that person and look at a person's commitment and say, hey, this person has the raw material to become a great chapter leader. And once you had that person in mind, did it change the way you led the chapter? You know, I wanted that incoming president to shadow me in everything that I did. So that when he or she took over, then they had that experience that they needed. They knew who to talk to, who was the right individual to get something accomplished, or that they had an experience of how things were done. So it sounds like the key to successful leadership transition is planning. Deciding early on who is going to take over next and spending time grooming that person to know how to do the job, who to go to, and who to help them be successful. So as a region president, I can see some really outstanding people move into the chapter president role, people who really can move the needle in a chapter. And sometimes they have to spend some time figuring out what's what and who's who because they didn't have adequate succession planning. So if you can hit the ground running when you take the chapter president role and provide leadership from day one, that helps both in the amount of things that you can get done and in getting people on board. Chris, Gus, you both have spent decades working different positions with AUSA, rising to leading your chapter and now your regions. What kind of advice do you have for people listening on how to be a good leader or how to train young future leaders? What I always look for is just a willingness to serve. I think it's important. You have to want to do this. That to me is the number one thing. The second thing is a commitment you know, to do this because it is a time-consuming volunteer effort. And then finally, it's just a passion about this. Well, leading a volunteer organization is a lot different from leading a work organization. It doesn't work well to treat volunteers as workers, but it often works well to treat workers as volunteers. Let me say how excited I am that some of our chapters have great young professional programs. And there's some chapters out there that have really figured out how to tap into the passions of our next generation and ensure that our organization supports soldiers into the future. So what I would say to young leaders to help you be more successful is open yourself up to those opportunities that come to you as a potential chapter leader that will allow you to get more involved in what AUSA is doing. If a chapter president comes to you and says, hey, I really would like for you to go to chapter leaders training, Obviously, he or she is looking at you and saying, I want this person to take a stronger leadership role within the board, then take it. Go, go for it. 
And this is how we continue to make AUSA a very relevant and a very dynamic organization. Uh, every opportunity, I always encourage chapters, every opportunity that you have to have one of your young leaders either go to the annual meeting, which I know was the driving force to my involvement, or going to chapter leaders training, or allowing them to run just different programs or activities or events within your chapter. That's great advice. Everyone comes into their position wanting to do their best job. Sometimes they have missteps or make mistakes. What are some of the challenges you've seen? And what is your advice to new leaders? If you say yes to this, then you turn around and say no to the other thing, then you're setting yourself up for some problems. So to me, being consistent in what you do as a leader is important. It's important because it gives you that foundation to fall back on. And then sometimes the personalities and boards can present a challenge. So to combat that, you keep everybody focused on what you're doing for others and downplay the drama. And for goodness sakes, don't cause any drama yourself. So care about people's feelings, but don't focus on that. Focus on what you're doing for others. And then third, when others criticize you in your leadership role, keep your own ego in check and understand what's behind the criticism. So frank, open, and direct communication doesn't have to be overly confrontational. If you're open to changing um, and you're convinced you're doing the right thing, then just don't forget to appreciate the other person's passion for the cause, even if you disagree with their opinion. But another bit of advice for a young board member is but come in with a plan. Don't, don't just come in and say, I think this is a great idea and we should do it. Okay, so what's your plan? How are you going to fund it? What are you going to do? And that's where some of this experience comes in, you know, Come in with a plan, talk, talk to the chapter, to the, to the board, the chapter board, and, and, and map, map it out for them, and, and they'll embrace it. Gus, you mentioned experience. Tell us a little bit more about why you think that is important. You can't come in as someone with no experience and want to be the chapter president tomorrow. You need to go through the trenches, as they say, and learn some of this. And once you're involved in that, then I'm excited to say that of the many chapters that we have within fourth region, we have some chapters that are totally run by young professionals as compared to me as a 60 year old man. And you can see the excitement and the energy that they have. And is there anything else you'd want to share with upcoming chapter leaders? So to say, have fun and enjoy the networking opportunities. Chapter leadership affords you the opportunity to meet and interact with community leaders that you might otherwise not get to know. So make the most of that opportunity to learn from those people, get to know more about your community and improve the quality of life in your community through the things that your chapter does. You know, what we do in our chapters is important. Sometimes it impacts a single person's life, which is important enough, but our chapters have the capability to affect our community's knowledge and attitude toward our soldiers. There are so many people that don't have visibility into our army except what they see on TV. So our mission to educate, inform, and connect in support of the people in our Army is an important one. Chris, Gus, thank you both for your years of dedicated leadership to AUSA. We value your insights and want to thank you for your time today. Clearly, thinking about who your future leaders are, spending time with them, teaching them how to grow into new positions is really important to build successful chapters. Please check the AUSA Ask Toolkit for more information on making your life as a leader easier.